learning. Uh, so wellness. Wellness is very important. Sense of well-being. And how do we create wellness? Well, uh, some people might say, well, wellness is the result of security. Wellness is the result of uh, boundaries. I'm going to say that wellness is the result of being good. And uh, I think I've been thinking of one particular event in the Book of Mormon where Christ um, visits the people. And he basically has three parts. He says, you've survived because you're good, and you escape the, the judgments of your brothers. And he says, then the second part is, will you now repent? And the third part is that I may heal you. So well-being is being whole. And when we're not whole, how do we become whole? And that is through healing through Christ. It was interesting when I asked the GPT-3 about uh, wellness, its definition, and it uh, gave more of a almost a Chinese version of balance, where there was a sense of harmony that uh, things were not disrupting their harmony. And you might say, well, what? how does that relate to well-being, relate to, like, physical health? Well, maybe well-being is that you don't have a, uh element that is painful or an element that prevents you from functioning. And in that sense, if you were fully functional, you might say, physically, you might say that you're well-being, you had a, a sense of well-being. Another one is, I, I think when people refer to well-being, they're also referring to um, how others perceive them, that uh, they're liked in their community, they have, they're actively engaged in social interactions, and that they uh, take time to enjoy each other because we are social creatures. And so this sense of connection is very important. Last night in Family Healing, they <clears throat> were talking about the importance of talking. And to create connection. I was thinking, well, it was trust, it was, you know, uh, something more complicated, but no, it was just basic, basically we have to talk to each other. And that is interesting because the definition of validation is getting the other person to share a communication with you. 
So you're validating them, and the end goal is to get them to share, to talk. I thought that was very fascinating. So an addict, one of the main things that he experiences when he's not in well-being is he feels isolated and he doesn't talk. But if you're willing to talk and share, then you're being validated. What you're saying is important. You are important to somebody. And that's one of the things I feel like uh, artificial intelligence is is providing for people is an avenue to express their thoughts as a tool and for it to statistically figure out what the appropriate response is. Um, so one of the questions that uh, I asked, it, it asked me yesterday, because I had it ask me a question, was, what is your favorite color? And my response was blue. It said, that's a really good answer. Well, that makes you feel just fantastic. You know, you gave a really good answer to a smart machine. And uh, and I think that those that's the kind of thing that uh, AI does for people is it, it gives them an opportunity to express. Well, now what about reading? Uh, when we were talking about the UFOs the other day about how UFOs are entertaining, it uh, brought up an interesting fact. It said that there was a Russian shuttle in 1986 that had been destroyed by a UFO. Now, I went out to check to see if the Russia had a space shuttle because I wasn't aware of it. And I was very surprised to find out that Russia has a space shuttle, that it was an unmanned space shuttle. It's strange looking. But, uh, they, about the same time the U.S. had created their space shuttle, they had an unmanned space shuttle that uh, that could fly and in this into outer into into the into space. And one of the big concerns was, well, well maybe it was going to be used to knock out our satellites. But there, you know, it was used mainly to carry payload. And uh, if you've ever seen the space shuttle, it it's looks like a flying barrel. Uh, it's just very, <clears throat> it's just got a, a very big in the interior. And uh, it took several computers to fly the space shuttle and land it. And the Russians were claiming with their Buran, B-U-R-A-N, that it could uh, fly with just one computer. So its technology was pretty good. Now, did a UFO destroy the Russian space shuttle? It didn't say. It just—it had a weird. Uh, it had a weird end of life. It said that it was uh, that a structure that it was in fell on it due to lack of maintenance. I have never heard of a structure collapsing on a plane because of lack of maintenance. 
So there's something strange there. And it was, and it was put in a weird location. Uh, I think it's Sahara Desert. So it's in a very strange location. And it's being held there. Why they didn't destroy it, I don't know. But that's uh, something that the, the Russian government would, would know. But I don't know. Well, uh, it... Uh, <clears throat> so then you're saying, well, that's interesting, you know, that it would bring up that, that subject. And, uh, you know, why are, why is it that we're so mesmerized by the race to space? It's very expensive to put uh, spacecraft into space. Well, I think that it's interesting because it's a technical hurdle. But also a lot of it is linked to our communication, our understanding of energy. I mean, fuel cells were originally built for space, and now we're using fuel cells to power semis. Uh, we use uh, satellite communication, and a lot of our communication globally now is communicating through satellites. It allowed us, through really advanced software, to create uh, international markets. And so you can see that the race for space had some be some benefits. Um, and also the question is, is what did we gain from the knowledge of looking out into our cosmos? And you might say that, well, we have a much big, better understanding of the immensity of our universe because Hubble was able through CCD cameras to see further out than we've ever seen, and um, we're much more aware of bizarre phenomena, but the, the universe is filled with plasma, and so we see uh, or spherical galaxies, most of them are elliptical galaxies, but we see a lot of them. And we see binary stars. Most of the stars are binary. So maybe our sun has a binary star. I don't know, but it's uh, possible considering you could say, well, it's probable that our sun has a binary star. And uh, then the question is, is what what uh, what is the desire for the race to space? Well, colonization uh, you know, it's just such a hard thing to grasp the idea that you could uh, colonize a, another world from Earth. You know, even if we could get there, what would be the cost per pound to, to get ourselves there and then to provide all the supplies that we're going to need? And then... What a what a high degree of isolation that you're going to be in while you're there. So definitely need to have uh, uh, an environment where you don't feel like you're living in a cave. 